Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. Unity of Farmington Hills, and hello to all of you who are visiting us today. For those of you who don't know me, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and I am the senior minister at Unity of Farmington Hills. I loved that song that the music team opened us up with. Thank you guys. And I appreciated watching you playing the guitar and singing, Carl. It's been a while since you sang that song. It was really nice. Thank you for helping us open up this uh, worship service with that. Thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Michael. Carl and Lauren for that opening congregational song and for the um, I love the little video that you put behind the scenes Lauren that we could sing along with you all thanks again I'm going to share our announcements and then we will continue with our worship service so today after service at 11 o'clock we are having our Sunday fellowship gathering everyone is welcome to join us for those of you who we haven't seen in a while at least pop in and say hi. We miss you all. And for those of you who are visiting, feel free to join us. Um, let us see your faces and see who is worshiping with us. You'll, be, you'll enjoy yourself, I promise you. <laughs> Starting today through December 13th, we will be accepting donations for our annual Adopt-A-Family project. This year, instead of adopting two families, 
We're gonna, we are adopting one family and a senior. And the donations that we bring in, we're gonna use them to purchase all of the gifts for the family and the senior online through, uh, through smile.amazon.com. And the beautiful thing is you can order the gifts, get them wrapped through Amazon, and then Amazon will deliver them to their homes before Christmas Day. So I'm so excited we can still do this project even with COVID going on. Those of you who are doing your donations online, when you go to the donate page, please hit the adopt a family icon. It's gonna be a button there that you can use so all your donations will go to this project. If you're gonna send in a check, please send in your checks in plenty of time that we can get them before December 13th and deposit them into our account. And when you write out your check, please specify adopt a family in the memo section so we can um, definitely designate that money for this project. I'm excited about this project. Everyone is welcome to our Monday Zoom house party at 1 p.m. tomorrow. I have been doing my best to create as many activities as I can for us to stay interactive with each other, for us to communicate and grow together and see each other's faces. Um, so this is one of those activities. I would love for you to join us tomorrow at 1 o'clock so we can um, share time together, connecting, inspiring each other, and laughing together. And then on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., that's our meditation day. We've been pausing in the middle of the week to connect with God, to connect with each other, and to send light and love out into the world. It's a beautiful, beautiful experience. If you are free on seven, uh, at 7 o'clock on Wednesday evenings, feel free to join us, and you can invite others to join us as well. We're growing. It's lo I, I love seeing this group growing. Our next women's group is December 6th at 2 p.m. Our guest speaker will be Dr. Victoria Jewel Hart, who will lead us in a discussion on astrology. I'll share more as we get uh, next week, um, as we get closer to this uh, group, group meeting. We are having a new member service and celebration on December 13th at 11 a.m. It will take the place of the fellowship service. So after our regular service, we're going to do our new member service and celebration. And we will be mailing out membership cards to be filled out by our new members and mailed back to us and we can put you in our records. So if you would like to join UFH, please email your name and address to Matthew Ryber. He's our business manager for the church. His email is businessmanager at unityfh.com. And then that way we can mail out the business, the um, membership cards, and you can mail them back to us with your information on them and signed as soon as you can. We are having a Zoom town hall meeting slash Christmas party on December 20th at 11 a.m. Wear your favorite ugly Christmas sweaters. Um, where this is just to... Um, get you all up to speed with where the board is as far as everything that's going on in the church and also let you know how Giving Sunday went and, and um, just to let you know what's going on with the church. Our Christmas Eve service is going to be brand new this year. It's entitled The Meaning of Christmas. It'll be on December 24th, that Thursday, Christmas Eve. That's going to be a Thursday from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. It will be hosted and performed by uh, young adults and youth of UFH. I'm excited about that. And then afterwards, we're going to have a, a Zoom fellowship gathering from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. So please join us. 
so we can you can see the youth and the young adults of Unity of Farmington Hills share what Christmas means to them. We're going to have a burning bowl, a Zoom burning bowl service on December 31st, New Year's Eve at 6 p.m. It'll be from 6 to 7 p.m. Please bring a pen and paper because we are going to write, you can write everything out that you're releasing for 2020. And then we will do a burning, do the burning bowl ceremony um, interactively. And then you will write your, your letters. The, the message that God has from you, you will write that, has for you, you will write that. So we'll do it similar to in person, but via Zoom. And then on January 3rd, we're going to have a white stone ser uh, service. It'll be like the regular services, but I want you to bring pen and paper because there will be a, a pause in the, the service for us to um, quiet ourselves down and hear the word that we will be manifesting in 2021. For all of the links to all of our activities, classes, groups, and events, or to sign and to sign up for our email blast, please visit our website at unityfh.com. If you don't see the event on the homepage, go to the calendar of events. Matthew has put everything in there, and you also can find the recordings to previous Wednesday meditations in the calendar of events as well. And to schedule a Zoom or phone appointment with me during my office hours, which are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. You, or also to request prayer requests, I mean, uh, to request prayer. You can email me at seniorminister at unityfh.com or you can call 248-737-9191. Um, that concludes our announcements for today. I know it's a lot, but we got a busy holiday season coming up. So now, let us join our music team in singing Surely to Presence. And while you're singing, open your hearts and minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. The Daily Word for today, Sunday, November 22nd, 2020, is forgive. The affirmation reads, In the peace of prayer, I release all unforgiveness. 
Let me say that again, and then I want you to affirm it with me. In the peace of prayer, I release all unforgiveness. Together, in the peace of prayer, I release all unforgiveness. And the message reads, If I hold on to feelings of hurt, betrayal, or anger in response to another person's words or actions, I block the flow of divine love and peace in my life. Likewise, holding on to guilt, shame, or embarrassment that may arise when I have hurt another person also keeps me from experiencing divine love and peace. Forgiveness removes all barriers, all obstacles, anything that may be disrupting my experience of the divine presence. In order to forgive myself or another person, I need not justify or approve behavior that is unwelcomed. I need only to become willing to forgive. In the peace of prayer, I release all unforgiveness. I feel the healing power of divine love as it dissolves all barriers, all illusion of separation. I forgive and I am healed. The scripture for today comes from Matthew, chapter 6, verse 12. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me, please. And take a deep breath. And I invite you to allow your focus to flow down into the center of your chest, your heart center. This is where we acknowledge that one power and that one presence that is active in our lives and in the universe God the good omnipotent and as we acknowledge God and acknowledge that God is that one good power that one activity we also acknowledge that we are one with God therefore we are inherently good ourselves so we open our minds and our hearts more deeply to experience the presence of God allowing God to open our open us up even more deeply to hear and experience God's message for today and to also be the expression of it in our lives. Thank you, God, for blessing every aspect of this worship service today and everyone who is in attendance. It is done, it is done, and it is done. And this prayer, as it is done, has been lifted in the name and the nature of that indwelling Christ, Jesus the Christ. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. And now let us also affirm our growth affirmation together, knowing and believing that it is manifesting in our church. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuaries with seekers of unity truth, fills our hearts with love and joy, and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate spirit-filled world and now we will have our first congregation uh, 
our first special song entitled The Table, and it will be led by Lauren. And then I will be back with our message for today. I will feast at the table of the Lord. I will feast at the table of the Lord. I won't hunger anymore at His table. I will feast at the table of the Lord.
like that song a lot and it was perfect for this week with Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday. Thank you for that song. Thank you for the scriptures that you used, Laurel, uh, Lauren, when you um, put the video together for that. It was perfect. It all lined up with the message from the song. And you all, that was a perfect performance. Thank you all and thank you, Lauren, for leading it. As usual, it was inspirational and perfect in all count, on all counts. <laughs> So I heard this joke by, from Kylie Kubador. She said to me, what did the driver say to the cow? And I said, I don't know. What? And she said, move. <laughs> and that was pretty funny, Kylie. Thank you for that joke. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes, right? <laughs> so anyway. As we move into this Thanksgiving weekend, this third week of uh, November, we're going to go deeper into the awareness of giving up. So in the month of November for unity, November represents the spiritual faculty of renunciation, which is also elimination. It's giving up, it's releasing, it's letting go of things, it's uh, clearing and purifying your in, your whole entire being in order to more position yourself more strongly to step in what is more what what is true for you so you actually learn to release those things that no longer serve you in order to position yourself to walk in and affirm the things that do and so this week i want us to focus on as we as we as we Move into Thanksgiving and the consciousness of Thanksgiving and what it means to you. I want us to also, today I'm going to talk about, the talk on give up your complaints. That's the title of my talk today, give up your complaints. Because I'm realizing that complaining is a powerful way that we block our blessings from coming to us. It's a powerful way that blocks us from stepping into God's plan for our life. It's a powerful way to stop us in our tracks or hold us back from being an experience of peace inside, a powerful expression of God's peace and God's love for God, for ourselves and for others. Because we're so busy in this uncomfortable turmoil of complaining and being picky about the things that aren't showing up the way we uh, want them to in our life instead of just allowing things to show up according to how God has created them to show up in our life. And so as we move into the concept of talking about giving up your complaints, I want to use this, I'm going to use a couple scriptures. And the first scripture I'm going to use comes from 1 Thessalonians it's chapter 5, it's verse 18. And it, I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. It reads, Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. This is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus is to be thankful in all circumstances. Now, the truth is when we are walking as uh, when we belong to Christ Jesus, what that means is we've moved into a space of allowing ourselves 
to be guided by the Christ in us. Now, I mentioned several times this, this year, and I, I'll keep mentioning it, but the when you see Jesus list in the Bible, it represents the personality part of us, the personality self. When you see Christ, it represents the divinity in us, the image and likeness aspect of us, the spirit of us, the God in us. And when we see Jesus Christ, what that signifies or symbolizes is our personality, from our personality, us starting to develop a relationship with God inside of us, to starting to realize who we are as divine expressions of God, individualized divine, individualized expressions of God. And then when you see Christ Jesus like it's here, it symbolizes not only us moving into a deep relationship with God, the God in us, but being guided by that still small voice in us, the Christ in us, following the unction and following the guidance of the Christ in us, that would be Christ Jesus. So those of us who belong to Christ Jesus are those of us who are quieting ourselves down on a daily basis, going into a relationship with God, being guided in our life through our relationship with God, and being guided in a space of using spiritual principles. And one of the spiritual principles is to be thankful, to have an attitude of gratitude in every situation of your life. Now, the reason it is so powerful is because when you have an attitude of gratitude or you are thankful in any and all situations of your life, you're doing so because you trust that God is in the midst of the situation, working it out, that it is not your job to work it out. It is your job to follow God's guidance, to do what is yours to do in the situation for God to, to co-create the, the working out of it with God, because you know that all things work together for those who love God, for those who are uh, guided by God and for those who trust and have total faith in God. And so we are able to be thankful in the situation but because we can always see the silver lining. I know people who complain even when things are going well in their life. And they, they complain when things are going bad in their life. It's the same. And in that space, there's a turmoil inside of them. They're not happy. But then I also know people, and I'm learning to be more like this, who are at peace, just content no matter what's going on. And even when they're going through a difficult time, a trial or tribulation, they still see a, a, a way of being thankful. They still see how God is in the midst of it, working things out because they have the eyes to see and the ears to hear because of their deep a relationship with God. And so that is a powerful benefit of loving God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. And then learning to love yourself and your neighbor, those two greatest commandments. That's the benefit of it is that you learn to trust God in all situations, all circumstances, and you stand in a space of thanksgiving and you stay in a deep level of peace, of trust, and of faith. I love what uh, Plato says, with one of his quotes says, a grateful mind is a great mind. Event which eventually attracts to itself great things. So the other benefit of having an attitude of gratitude is that it attracts to you great things. When you have an attitude of gratitude, it increases your longitude and your latitude. So you expand in your circumstances. You expand and start to attract to your things, those things that are good, those things that your heart, your true heart desires. So 
The first way to give up your complaints, like I said, is to be thankful in all circumstances. And the second way is through prayers of thanksgiving. When you have prayers of thanksgiving, you begin to speak those things that be not as though they were. And what this means is, is that you bless the situation. Charles Fillmore, who's the co-founder of Unity, in his book, The Revealing Word, says that to bless means to invoke good upon, to call forth the action of God, to confer God's good on something or some, someone. So when you bless a situation, or you bless a circumstance, or you bless a person, you literally speak the truth into the situation. And because you're speaking from a power of thanksgiving, you're affirming the truth of it, you're affirming it from an attitude of gratitude, you ignite the changing of the circumstances in your life. You begin to see it from a different perspective. And through the second, the third unity principle, rather, you begin to co-create. So the third unity principle says that through thoughts held in mind, we, we produce after our kind or as the thoughts that we hold in our mind, we create our reality with, we co-create our reality with God. So I, I love what, when I thought about that, I was thinking about how when you bless a situation, you take that which is finite and transmute it into being infinite. And then when I looked up the word infinite, from, um, it's a late Middle English word that comes from Latin, the Latin word infinitus, in infinite, infinitus, which means it starts with the N, I-N, which means not, and then finitus, which is finitus, which means finished. So not finished is what infinite means. And so when you bless your situation that, that seems to be limited or finite, finite or restricted you literally shift it to become infinite and abundant and prosperous you shift it by shifting your consciousness and then you become the vibration the center focal point on what the world starts to reflect in the outer world because inside you see God working it out and then outside in your physical circumstances God starts to work it out I when I was um this thing is really when I was going through the same situation when, when I so I was in a spate of I was depressed for a little while and then I got into a space of starting to move into that peace because I started blessing the situation well seeing the situation from a place of thanksgiving and then I could see the way, ways that God was blessing me in the circumstances that I was in and then what happened I started to speak over myself that I have a new job that I have a new place to live and then I'm moving into my purpose. And I started speaking it to the point where whenever I left the house, I would call my one of my girlfriends and say, hey, I'm heading to my new job. I'm so excited I'm heading to my new job. And when I'd be heading home to my parents' house where I was staying after my second, my uh, divorcing my second ex-husband, I, I would be saying, I'm heading home to my new home, I'm so excited. And, and as I started doing that, I started shifting me and I started moving myself into a higher vibration of infinite opportunities. And they showed up right after each other. They showed up right after each other. And I remember the first time uh, that I, when I divorced my first ex-husband, 
I had called this, I had this uh, rental agency that I was using. I think it's called Rental Professionals or something like that. And they give you a list of the apartments in the area or flats in the area or houses that you can rent in the area. And I found a flat, a flat that I really liked. And I called the landlord and asked him if it was available. And he said he didn't know because it seemed like the tenants were going to stay for another year or so. They were going to sign a lease. So what I started doing was I, when I would pick the kids up from school, when, on my way home, we would drive by that flat. It was a really nice flat. And I would say, see that? There's our new home. There's our new house. I feel it. There's our new place. And so we started memorizing the address. We started memorizing the address. It was on Greenlawn. I don't remember it anymore. It was years ago. But what happened is a month later, the landlord called me back and said that the tenants decided not to stay and that we could move in within four weeks. He just needed time to get it situated. I was in a space of peace and the kids, my, my daughter and my son, were in that with me. And there's several times that we've done that. One time we had to be moved out of our condo and... It, within a month, because my landlord was selling the house he was living in and he uh, wanted to move in the, la the, the condo we were living in. And so what we did was went down, I, I, down in the basement. We had an, a dry erase board. And so we wrote on there, thank you, God, for our new condo that is in this complex. And it turned out that within the same, that week before we were supposed to move, we found a condo in the back part of the complex to move into, a little bit bigger than where we were living, and it was nice, too. And we ended up moving in out of our, our condo and into that new one at the same time our landlord was moving into the one we were moving out of. So it works when you work it. I, I love what Emily Cady says in her book, Lessons in Truth. She says, you do not, have, <clears throat> you do not change God's attitude towards you one iota by either importuning or affirming. You change, you only change your attitude towards him. By thus affirming, you put yourself in harmony in divine law, which is always working towards your good and never towards your harm or punishment. Anytime you feel like you're experiencing something that's working towards harm or working towards punishment, you have somehow co-created it in your own mind. Because God is a God that uh, answers our free will. That wherever it is we're thinking, whatever it is that we, our will is saying, whatever it is we're choosing for our life, God will allow us to experience it because it's according to divine law. It's spiritual law. It is spiritual law. So whatever it is that you're doing that you do not like, whatever's going on in your circumstances that you do not like, number one, you don't like it because you're choosing not to like it. No, I'll say it differently. Number one, you're feeling uncomfortable about not liking it because you're choosing to feel uncomfortable about not liking it. You can change something. You can change and say, I don't like this situation, but I don't have to feel, I can still feel at peace in the situation because I know God is working it out. I'm thankful for God to work, that God is working this out. That is when you are thankful in all circumstances. And when you do that, you shift how you are seeing the situation and you align yourself with divine law. God is divine law. God is absolute divine law, never changing. So you shift how you see it. And when you shift how you see it, you move into a state of peace and your, your circumstances change. As I said, 
uh, attitude of gratitude changes your latitude and your longitude and latitude. And then the third way to give up your complaints is through your acts, acting, your actions. I like what Ephesians uh, 4 verse 31 and 32 says, because when you're at, when you shift into being a greater level of peace, your life changes and the way you treat people, the way you treat yourself changes and the way you treat others changes as well. So in chapter in Ephesians chapter four, verse 31 and 32, we read, get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words and slander as well as all types of evil behavior. Complaining can be considered a form of evil behavior because it's a, it's a way of acting backwards. It's a way of sinning because you're missing the mark by complaining about the situation instead of conferring a blessing on the situation. When you confer a blessing on the situation, you are operating in harmony with divine law. When you complain about the situation, you're going against divine law, against what it is that you are created to do. We are created to co-create our highest and greatest good. And when you're complaining about something, you're co-creating turmoil within yourself, not the highest and greatest good, which is rooted in peace. So, Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. And then verse 30, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ, uh, through Christ has forgiven you. So you move to a place of forgiving yourself, which Emily Cady says to give love to yourself for the error that you received. So you move into a place of shifting yourself into releasing, getting your, taking yourself off the hook and releasing judgment towards yourself. And when you release judgment towards yourself and you move into a space of thanksgiving, thanking God in every situation, you shift how you act towards you. And when you shift how you act towards you, you begin to shift how you act towards others. People who complain a lot tend to be irritable, tend to get angry easily, tend to get upset easily, tend to get triggered easily, and tend to go off on you easily. But when you're in a space of peace, when you're in a space of seeing God's presence in the situation, that doesn't trigger you as easily. You shift into a place of being tenderhearted and loving and forgiving, knowing that as you forgive, you are forgiven. You become the expression of love and peace that you're feeling inside of your heart. So you give up your, you give up your complaints by number one, stepping into thanksgiving, seeing how God is blessing the situation, no matter what the circumstances are. And then you speak it over your circumstances. You move into a space of releasing, complaining and stepping into praying affirmatively or praying with thanksgiving. Thanking God for this. Thanking God for that. Thanking God for the situation that you see in your spirit realm. God will guide you to, to, to the words to use to speak it forth. And then the third thing you do is you start living in it. I love what uh, Ernest Hemingway says when he says, he said, now is no time to think of what you do not have. He says, think of what you can do with what is what there is. So what is it in your, so even if you have no money at all, you still have the ability to pray. You still can have the ability to bless somebody. You still have, can have the ability to say kind words to somebody, even give somebody a smile. So acts of kindness and acts of love 
are another way that can move you out of being in a space of complaining. It moves you into a space of walking more deeply into the manifestation that your heart is desiring. And then John F. Kennedy says, said, as we express our gratitude, we must never forget that the highest appreciation is not to utter, utter words, but to live by them. So when you pray for something that you pray as if it already is or affirm something in your life, then you get up and you walk as if it is. You speak as if it is. You prepare as if it is. And God will guide you each step of the way because you'll be trusting God to help to help you with what is yours to do and unfolding that which is out of your control into the manifestation of bringing forth your highest and greatest good. So on Thursday, while we're, we're sitting in a space of thanksgiving, think of everything in every situation in your life that you have to be thankful for. Even if it's just waking up that day, being able to breathe, being able to speak, being able to talk, being able to be, if you can't be around your family, maybe you can speak on the phone or text your family. If you can't speak on the phone or text your family, you can still pray and send out love and light to them that they have a beautiful Thanksgiving day. Find a way to be thankful in all circumstances on Thanksgiving day and for the rest of. Speak over your life, affirm over your life affirmatively. Using the attitude of gratitude, knowing that in the attitude of gratitude, you change your longi longitude and latitude. The, the, and, and when you do that, you change the expansion of things that are going on in your life from being finite to infinite. And then think of how you can be an expression of gratitude to God through acts of kindness. Whatever way you can be a loving expression of some form of act of kindness, step into that on a deeper level. Begin that on Thanksgiving. You can begin it today throughout this Thanksgiving week. You can begin it today to see areas in your life where you can be thankful for every circumstance in your life, where you can pray over every circumstance in your life in a way that is a blessing, that's opening up and activating God's power through the spiritual law of you speaking those things that be not as though they were. And then use your acts of kindness. Use your acts of love. Start with you, how you treat God, how you treat you, and then treat the, then use your acts of kindness as a demonstration of showing gratitude to God by expressing it to the God in someone else. Expressing it to the God in someone else. The God in you, blessing the God in them, to bring forth the expression of the God in this world. That's when you're moving as uh, belonging to Christ Jesus. So that's our assignment for this week is to move into a space of Thanksgiving. When we're sitting at the Thanksgiving table, being so grateful in your heart, even when it seems like there's nothing to be grateful for. And then praying as if you know it, pray as if you know it from that attitude of gratitude. And then express it through acts of kindness and love. Let the world feel your gratitude and your thanksgiving through your acts of kindness and love. 
Thank you, God, for this powerful message. I know it was subtle as it came out, but it was still it's still a powerful way of showing us how to release that habit of complaining. It can become a habit. We don't need that to be a habit. We can be in a space where we have this attitude of gratitude so deeply that our habit is always being in a space of thanksgiving, is always being in a space of blessing, is always being in a space of affirmation, is always being in a space of knowing that there is always something good going on because God is always in the background working towards bringing our highest and greatest good into manifestation because we know it, we know it, and we know it deeply in our heart. And that's how I feel. I know it deeply in my heart. I know it deeply in my heart, whether it manifests or it seems to be the case in a physical world or not. I still know it to be so because what is hidden will always come to light. And I'm thankful for that, God. Thank you so much, God. Amen. And so now let us go ahead and ease into our giving segment of this service. And we have been in this giving righteously challenge where we have been being guided by God to give of our, to tithe of our time of our talent and of our treasure, according to how we are guided by God and knowing that if it's God, it will stretch us. It won't do, it won't hurt us. And we feel like it hurts us when we're coming from that expectation. So we release it. We move into a space of Thanksgiving an attitude of gratitude and then when you move in a space of the attitude of gratitude, you know that as you give, so shall you receive because God is always blessing as we be a blessing. God is always blessing as we be a blessing. So think forth in your mind. Let God bring forth the donation that you'd like to give to Unity of Farmington Hills today and take a deep breath. And let us affirm our love offering blessing together. Divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that I have, all that I give, and all that I receive. Thank you, God. Amen. And then remember, you can still, you can also start putting in your donations for the Adopt-A-Family project that we're doing. Go to, uh, for online donations, go to unityfh.com, and you can go in and put in donate for your donations for Sunday service, and then you can also go back in and put in, you can donate for adopt a family so that you can adopt to, uh, you can donate to that project as well. You can do it through credit card or you can do it through PayPal. And then also if you're sending in donations, you're going to mail in checks to donations. You can mail them to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road. Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And remember, if you're sending in your donations for Adopt-A-Family, please write that in on the memos uh, section of the check so that we know to put that money towards this project that we're doing. I'm looking forward to being able to fulfill the wishes of a family and a senior who um, is in need this Christmas season. I'm excited that we're able to do that. In every single way that you give, every single way you contribute to Unity of Farmington Hills, every single way that you bless and contribute and uh, to me, let me tell you right now that I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I do. Every time I think of how I was led to Unity of Farmington Hills and how I just felt it and knew it after my prayer and how spiritual law works that's one of my testimonies i just get teary-eyed 
So thank you, thank you, and thank you for every way that you bless this, this community, each other. I love seeing you blessing each other and being there for each other. It's so wonderful. And how you're helping Unity of Farmington Hills to bless others out in the community. Thank you so much. That is so amazing to be part of such an amazing church that trusts and believes and lives according to spiritual principles and the unity principles. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you again. And so now we're going to have our second special song entitled Just a Little Faith is one of my, my one of my favorites. Michael's going to be singing this song and then I will be back with our closing prayer, our closing virtual prayer and the prayer for protection. So I will see you in a little bit.
I love that song. Just a little faith. Oh, I love that song. And I love how um, Lauren put that uh, song to the video Michael did when I was ordained. That was so awesome. Down at Unity Village. That was so awesome. Ah, I love that song. So now let us and thank you to the music team for that and for the songs for this Sunday. Everything was amazing to prepare us for Thanksgiving uh, week and weekend. I appreciated that. Awesome, awesome and awesome. I love how you're guided and being guided brings it the perfect music for the talk and the service. Thanks again. So now I want you to think about the person who you would like to pray for actually pray with, because we're praying with that person, affirming that what their heart desires is already theirs. So bring forth the thoughts in your mind and gently close your eyes with me, please. And take a deep breath. Allow yourself to connect with the, your heart center in the center of your chest, the presence of God, and bring forth that person's name in your mind. Go ahead and speak it out. I know you're at home or wherever you are, but there's still a virtual prayer circle going on right now. Speak it out into the virtual prayer circle. And God, as you hear the names being called out, I thank you with an attitude of gratitude and thanksgiving that each and every heart is being answered, each and every heart's desire, heart's prayer, whatever it is that is next to be manifested in those lives of the names that are being called forth. You are already on the job doing it behind the scenes or in front of the scenes or however it is in your divine ma manner and way that you see fit to manifest this prayer, their prayers. I thank you. I thank you and I thank you. I thank you in the name and in the nature of the indwelling Christ for answering the prayers of everyone, every heart, every heart's desire, every situation, every healing, every unfolding, every single way that you are blessing, healing, and resolving in the lives of those who we are praying with right now. Thank you, God, for that mighty gift of love that is loving them and purifying them to the highest and greatest good to bring forth and work through everything together for their highest good. Thank you, God, for that. I also thank you for everybody who is right in, who is in attendance right now and everybody who supports Unity of Farmington Hills. Thank you for blessing them for be, as they are being a blessing, God. Thank you for blessing the music team and the way they are always coming forth with these powerful songs and performances. Thank you for blessing those who help to promote the, to promote the, the services, Faith and Matthew and Hope. Thank you for, and those who have, for, through word of mouth, Invite people to come to the services, invite people to come to the events. Thank you, God, for all of that. And I thank you for everyone connected to Unity of Farmington Hills. And I thank you for blessing the world in the mighty name and nature of it, that indwelling Christ. I claim that it is already done. This prayer is done and it is done and it is done. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Huh. Well, for those of you who are going to be in the fellowship with me, I'll see you in a minute. Hopefully some of you who we haven't seen in a minute will come in. Just pop in and say hi. And those of you who are visiting, pop in and say hi. Let us see your faces and let us connect with you. 
And for those of you who are not, enjoy your week. All of you have an awesome and amazing Thanksgiving day, Thanksgiving weekend, and know that I'm sending my love and light your way and thanking God that you had an amazing, amazing Thanksgiving. So let us close out by singing the peace song with our music team, and I will see you all later. Again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. It has been a pleasure. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this Unity of Farmington Hills podcast. We hope this has encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. If you are unable to attend our Sunday gatherings, but still want to support our spiritual community, visit our giving page at www.unityfh.com donate.